Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we started talking on Monday uh, about from Hebrews 6. So let me go back to our text here and we'll get back in today. Uh, therefore, leaving Hebrews 6 1, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. On day one, we talked about repentance. Uh, day two, we talked about faith towards God. And then verse 2 says, And of doctrine of baptisms, and of laying on of hands, and of the resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this will we do, if God permit. These are the foundations that uh, the writer of Hebrews is saying, hey, we need to, as as grown-up Christians, we need to move on from these things. But what I want to do is lay the foundation so there's a proper understanding, uh, uh, briefly, a proper understanding of of uh, what these foundational principles are, what God is talking about here. So number one, Dead works, number two, faith towards God. Today we're going to talk about the doctrine of baptisms. I want you to notice that it doesn't say baptism, it says baptism. So there's a couple baptisms that we're going to talk about um, uh, today. Number one, number one baptism. First of all, to baptize means to immerse and to be submerged. We're going to talk more about that uh, kind of towards the end of this podcast, but it means to immerse or be submerged. And I'm not here to argue over, you know, being sprinkled versus being baptized. I think it's pretty clear but um, that's not the point of uh, this podcast, but to get an understanding, spiritually speaking, of um, the baptisms, and, and, and uh, especially when it comes to the baptism of the Holy Ghost, what uh, it represents. But number one, the first baptism is to be baptized in water, to be baptized in water. This is set up as a, um, as a teaching of the church that, that Jesus set up when he, when he told the disciples Um, he said in uh, Matthew 28, verse 19, he said, go therefore and teach all nations. This is the great commission, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. Baptism is a, is a conscious decision. And really it's a declaration of your faith in Jesus Christ. Yes, in one part, it's an outward show of an inward change, but it's more than that. You know, the truth is the, 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 the life and the faith you attach to something will dictate what you get back from it. Many people see baptism as, baptism as only as a formality of like, oh yeah, I'm dunking underwater, but really the change has been in my heart. You can see it that way, or you can go in understanding that today is going to be a marked difference. The water baptism is going to be a marked difference in my life. When you mix faith and there's an expectation, the Lord will meet people. I've heard testimonies of people who've had baptism be a time where, where chains were broken. I, I heard um, Pastor Rodney told the story of a man who uh, uh, grew up in the Muslim faith and became a Christian, but he always had these doubts in his mind. He had a faith in his heart in Jesus, but he always had his doubts in his mind about Jesus being the Messiah. And when he came to get water baptized, when he went under the water and came back up, he said it was like a light hit him. And every question that he had, every mental stronghold was instantly broken. It's like a light turned on, the light shone, and those and those things were taken away. And so there's, yes, there is one part that it's a it's an outward showing of an inward change, but it's much more than that. It's a time where you mix your faith that that as I do this and I go under the water, the old man, any power and grip the old man had on my life is broken. Romans chapter six, what uh, verse one, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? 
God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer than in? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So through the Bible, there's so much um, uh, symbolism here of baptism. But you think about it, if someone's going to die, you dig a grave six feet deep, you put the body in. Baptism in water is a is a uh, significant of the old man, the man who is uh, fathered by Satan, the man who is under sin. We talked about that in, in, the, in the last week's episodes, last week's podcast of Dead and Alive. The old man who's now uh, going under the water, signifying going under the earth, and, and is being left behind, and the new man is coming up. But there's something that actually happens during this water baptism. And so I want to encourage you that if you're listening and you've never been water baptized, make a decision. I'm go as soon as I can. I'm going to get water baptized, and I'm not doing it just as a formality. The Bible commands it. It's a command of the Lord Jesus Christ to be baptized. He said, go into the nations and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And I'm not going to go as far to say that if you're not baptized, you don't make heaven, because what about the thief on the cross, right? Well, didn't have a chance. But it is something that you have a set mark that you say, this is when I made the public declaration of my faith. And, and I stood in public and said, yes, I'm a Christian, the old man. But it's also a time where you mix your faith and you'll see, you'll see the chains, the, 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 the bondage broken. I was baptized when I was very young, but I made a decision for myself as a teenager. Um, I remember the day of deciding that I'm, I'm putting everything that's in the past in the past and I'm letting those things go. So baptism is something that God gives us to be baptized into his death, the old man is buried, and the new man is raised in uh, in uh, to noon. I'm raised to newness of life. The old man comes up, the man that's created in the image of God, the the man that's that's the new creature, as Second Corinthians five talks about it. The second baptism is the baptism in the Holy Spirit, Luke twenty four forty nine. God says here. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Baptism in water is there as a baptism of salvation. It's a baptism of repentance. It's the old man passing away. The baptism in the Holy Spirit is a baptism, a spiritual baptism. It has no uh, outward show as far as like baptism in water does. It's not something you do, but it's something you receive from the Lord baptism of the Holy Spirit. And it's a, it's the baptism in the Holy Spirit and fire. Luke three sixteen. John answered saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I comes, the latchet of whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Well, what's that fire part about? We're going to talk about that um, at the end of the podcast here today. But the, but being baptized in the Holy Ghost is a spiritual baptism. John four talks about salvation. Jesus at the well uh, meets the woman at the well, and they're talking about you know uh, water and drinking. And she thinks he's talking about get you know get her something to drink. And he t- he's when and he did at first, but then he was talking about being living water, you know, springing up in you and being a well of salvation. Salvation is a well. John seven thirty seven to thirty nine talks about being a river of living water that flows outside of you. At salvation, everyone is a well. There's a well of living water inside. But at the baptism of the Holy Ghost, it's where the power is released. You know, when Jesus told the disciples to go tarry in Jerusalem, they were already Christians. 
They were already believers. But he said, don't go anywhere. Don't go, don't go tell people about me. Don't go bear witness for me until you've received power. So the baptism in the Holy Spirit is there to give us power. Um, Acts 1 verse 4, And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, You have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Verse 8, But you shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Baptism in the Holy Ghost is there for the purpose of being a witness for Jesus Christ. You know, any Christian, uh, Mark Twain has the quote and he says, the most important day you're born, the most important day of your life is the day you're born. The next most important day is, is the day you figure out why. And I feel the same way. The most important day of your life is when you're born again. And the second most important day is when you figure out why. When you get an understanding that as a Christian, it is your job to be a witness for Jesus Christ. Oh, well, I'm not called to the ministry. It doesn't matter. Every Christian is called to be a witness for Jesus Christ, to witness of the resurrection. Every Christian is called not only to preach the gospel, but to preach it with power, to have signs and wonders following. Don't believe the lies that you're, that you're meant to sit and just watch somebody else do it. You're meant to have the power of God flowing out of you. It's the same Holy Ghost inside of you that's inside of me, that was inside of Smith Wigglesworth, that's inside of Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. It's the same Holy Ghost. So the baptism in the Holy Spirit is a submerging or an immersing in the power of God. Um, it's an um, immersion into the anointing and the power of God, the life, and, and really an immersion into the f- outflow of the Holy Spirit. I think people, the number one thing people get wrong about the baptism of the Holy Ghost is they think it's a one-off thing. You know, you get baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, and there's a time where you, you have an initial evidence of speaking in tongues. Okay, I got baptized in the Holy Ghost when I was four, and I got my rabo bo shombre de lebo rambo bo sabaragaradi. And so you may have a date attached to it, but there are many infillings. It's like you stay submerged. I want to read something to you that as I was studying for this, that I saw that I think you'll find interesting. And I was reading, I'll, I'll look up the, the words sometimes, the, um, the Greek and Hebrew words, and it says here, this word, baptize, should not be confused with bapto, which is another uh, Greek word. And it says, the clearest example that shows the meaning of baptized is a text from the Greek poet and physician Nikander, who lived about 200 BC. It is a recipe for making pickles and is helpful because it uses both words. Nikander says that in order to make a pickle, the vegetable should first be dipped, which is bapto, into boiling water, and then baptized in the vinegar solution. Both verbs concern the immersing of vegetables in a solution, but the first is temporary. The second, the the act of baptizing the vegetable produces a permanent change. So think about that. When you get baptized in water, you obviously don't stay in water. It's you, you get baptized, you go under, and you come back up. But there's a spiritual reality that the old man stays and the new man comes up. To be baptized in the Holy Ghost is not just to be dipped in water. It's to be fully immersed and submerged and to stay submerged in the Holy Spirit. Yes, th- th- you may look back a one-time experience, but it's a, it's a life of staying submerged. That's why you see what happens in Acts chapter 2, verse 1, and you shall receive power, hallelujah, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. 
and you shall be witnesses. The power came on them, and then you saw the outflow. Immediately people were born again. They were preaching in the streets. But then in Acts 4, after the persecution, they came back around and they prayed, Lord, behold their threatenings, grant us power, boldness, signs and wonders. And it says, and the place was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. So it's, it's, it's staying submerged. I think many Christians have been baptized. They've received their prayer language. But, but they've basically, it was like a dip. They like dipped their feet in, got their prayer language and jumped out. It's a decision you make. I'm staying full and overflowing by the Holy Ghost. Well, well, how do I do that? You stir yourself up. You pray in tongues. Make a decision. Even if you do this for a couple days, I'm just going to pray in tongues more than I ever have. I hope by now you have a prayer time in the morning I, before you go to bed, before you go to sleep. You want to start having visions and dreams and, and, and things of the Lord? Start praying in tongues before you go to bed. 1 Corinthians 14, 15 says, I pray in tongues and I sing in tongues. I pray in the understanding and I sing in the understanding. There's a baptism that's available to keep us submerged. This is where when the difficulties of life, when the tough situations come, your refuge place, your hiding place is to run to the anointing. It's to run into that secret place of the most you know, when when your mind is racing and you can't sleep, that's that's time when you just close the door and you get in the presence. I'm running into the anointing to get drunk, to get overflowed. Uh, drinking of the new wine, not talking about alcohol, not talking about a, 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 a any sort of human substance, talking about the Holy Ghost, getting baptized in the Holy Ghost. I choose to be submerged, to stay like a pickle. You know, there's a cucumber. If you dip a cucumber in a vinegar solution, if you dip it, nothing's going to happen. If you put it in there and you let it and you let it sit, you let it sit. It's the same thing with the tea bag. You can take hot water, you can dip the tea bag, and it's still going to taste like hot water. But if you let it sit for three, four, five minutes, all of a sudden you take the tea bag out and the water is different. It's the same thing. You put a, a cucumber in, in vinegar. You know, if you do it for two minutes, nothing's going to happen. But if you do it for two days, five days, seven weeks, you know what's going to happen. There's going to be a permanent change. The cucumber is no longer a cucumber. It's a pickle. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah, I'm, gonna just, I'm just going to throw out some more fruits on you. Fruits and vegetable time right now. You, you take a grape. You put it out in the sun. You know, you let the grape dry out. That thing's not, you'll never get the grape back. The grape is gone. You got a raisin now. You, you, there's a change that comes when you get baptized in the Holy Ghost. So what's the fire part? Be, fire comes to purify. And so part of this is actually talking about judgment. Fire, there's a judgment of fire that's coming. Malachi chapter 3, verse 2, it says, But who will abide the day of his coming, and who shall stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like a fuller's soap. And he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. You know, fire is godly. There's a fire of the Holy Ghost that comes to burn out the flesh, the things of the flesh. And so it comes to hungry hearts. So I want to encourage you, get hungry for the anointing. Get hungry for a fresh baptism. Get hungry for the baptism of fire. That's where God comes and creates and burns out those things. There's things that try to hold on to your life, strongholds. The fire of God will come and burn it out. And and you call, it comes to the hungry of heart. Many people have been satisfied just to dip their feet in. But you have to say, I'm not dipping my feet in anymore. I'm staying submerged in the anointing. 
I'm going to be a person of the Holy Ghost. I don't care what people think. You know, I've proved something. You can go into places where, where there's people around and you can pray in tongues and no one bothers with you. No, there's so many people of different languages. I'll push my son around the store. Back when we used to go to the store regularly, I push my son around the store and just look at my son and just pray in tongues. And I would even sing in tongues. I just did it to a tune of a Disney song or a Christmas song. Brandele, bambo, rodo, randele, jambo, randele, mboba, randele. People don't care. <laughs> you see, I don't care what people think. I'm a Christian. I'm go when I die I'm going to heaven. How am I not going to st- and I'm not trying to just be weird out there, but you you keep yourself in the love of God. You keep yourself over in the realm of the Holy Ghost. Don't you know people drive down the road blaring their music. I'm going to walk down the street and pray in tongues if I want to. I, I'm I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. You 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 keep yourself submerged in the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm not saying go on your job and just pray in tongues loudly and be an idiot, but there's times where it doesn't matter. You do what you need to do. You, the, the Holy Ghost will put it on your heart to pray, and you pray. You're available to the Lord, but it comes to the hungry heart. Let God purify by His fire. Let a fresh baptism of fire come to your heart and watch what God will do in your life. I love you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next podcast.